All right, good evening, everybody. Um, my name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and uh, founder of BSTL. What does it stand for? Building something that lasts. So, of course, it's Monday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and we're so happy to have you back yet again uh, for another one of our podcasts. And I'm so excited. Uh, this uh, evening, I've got uh, another introvert. I know you don't believe me. I'm an uh, introvert, and I met another introvert who talks a lot just like me. Uh, and so this is really good. So, Andrea Mitchell, uh, welcome uh, to BSTL. Great to be here. I'm kind of excited to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really, really happy to have you on. And um, we should have recorded some of what we, re we recorded because that was a great conversation as well. But yes, is, it was. This is the one that matters. So maybe just to start, Andrea, um, I'm sure that we would love to hear um, at least two things about you, if you don't mind sharing. Um, I am an avid reader, and I have been a nurse for over 25 years. Okay, so you've been helping people. Uh, in what area of nursing, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I've started my career in uh, Winnipeg, and it was mostly uh, emergency medicine. Okay. And then I transferred into uh, the cath lab and intensive care for the last 10 years. Oh, wow. So you are high intensity in the work that you do. And, uh, yes. Yeah, so that's going to make for a great conversation. So uh, let's get started. So um, this conversation I'm hoping that we'll have today is centered around leadership and uh, education, mentorship, uh, your knowledge base, and, and growing beyond perhaps even the initial training and development piece. So Andrea, maybe we can start here. Um, leadership and education. How important are those things? Um, do they work hand in hand? Are they working against one another? I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Leadership and education, they are like symmetry in motion. You constantly have to learn new things, um, especially in this day and age with all of our technology and things changing so rapidly. When I started nursing, there were certain things that we used to do that we don't do anymore. Things have changed so much because of all of the advancements that mm -hmm. we've done. You constantly have to go back to school and you constantly have to upgrade your knowledge and your skills, whether it's going back to college yeah. and taking a course or if you're reading a scientific journal mm -hmm. just to keep up to date on the most current information that's out there because – the nurses that are coming into the world now yes. that are just going through, they are the bridge between the family and the doctor. Right. So they have to be able to pass the knowledge in a very simplistic way yeah. to the family so they understand. And they are translating what the doctors are saying because the doctors are amazing at talking with families, but sometimes they only hear about half of what the doctors are saying. <laughs> right. So the nurse has to come back later and say, okay, what did you hear? What did you not hear? Is there anything that I can help you understand better yes. and break it down so that it's very simple for them? People forget that not everybody has a medical background and there's a lot of Latin in the medical field. Right. So we have to make things very, very simple, even down to 
drawing pictures mm-hmm. for people so that they actually understand what we're talking about. So I'm hearing you say that the classroom um, is a very important uh, piece to this development, uh, to this growth. Um, however, what do we do? Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit about Gen Xers, right? And Gen Xers yes. have been out of school uh, for a long time. And, and the truth is Gen Xers are beginning to think about, all right, um, I'm going to be retiring uh, in a few years. Why bother? Um, so how are, how are we going to create that bridge, right? And of course, we're talking about leadership, but how are we going to create the bridge uh, to inspire those that may be looking uh, to the end of the road um, and helping them to see that, look, if you're still going to be here, you, you need to be at the top of your game. So what does that look like um, as a picture to you, uh, functionally speaking? Considering I'm one of those people who's looking towards, <laughs> in a couple years, retiring, yeah. um, at least from the hospital aspect of it, yeah. um, I want to be able to pass whatever knowledge I have on to the new generation. Mm-hmm. So by making sure that my skills are at the top level and nurses always have to go back to school. They don't really ever stop going back to school, but it doesn't matter if you're a nurse or if you're a a barista or if you're an executive who is planning on retiring, you want to pass what knowledge you have and teach those people all of those crazy things that you learned mm-hmm. going through. Um, your years of experience are invaluable to the younger generation. Yes. And by passing that knowledge on, you're actually learning from those kids who are coming up. Right. And you don't even realize it until you're like, They do something and it's like, oh, that is so neat. How did you do that? Show that to me. And by doing that, you're building trust and you're building friendships and camaraderie. And that builds on when you're in that leadership role and you have to say, okay, guys, this is the plan. Mm -hmm. It's not a great plan, but this is all I've got because this is the situation that we're in. And when you have the trust between the older generation and the newer generation, you can actually have an amazing day, even though your day is falling apart. Everybody works together as a team and your day just flies by and it goes smoothly instead of falling apart in front of you and you're ready to hit your head against a wall. Yeah. So here's the thing, Andrea, you said something. um, And because we're still getting to know each other, you wouldn't know that you've just pushed a really good button for me. Right. So this idea of transgenerational leadership. Right. And and here's Mm -hmm. the thing that I wrestle with as one who leads as well. Um, When we think about leadership and educating another generation to to do the work, whether it's in healthcare or anything else, we often have those that are experienced teaching those that are inexperienced. Uh, And so it's almost like there's an assumption in leadership that experience is the thing that allows you to um, be behind the podium. Um, But I'm wondering maybe there's a way to kind of shift the paradigm in terms of how we see leadership. Like I would love to see somebody just getting out of school that doesn't have a lot of experience, but here's what they they do know. 
that when they were in the classroom, some of the things that were taught there, there was such a disconnect when they got into uh, the nursing or the leadership or the whatever it may be, that they were like, you know what, why didn't we do it this way? Um, but because now when they transition, there's not necessarily always a space um, for dialogue and information sharing both up and down the, the food chain, they become quiet. So, how, I don't know, maybe there's a perspective that you have on this transgenerational leadership piece. How do we collaborate and bring the young minds with the experienced minds together? People have to remember there's no such thing as a stupid question. Mm. And it drives me crazy when people say, oh, well, that's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. It's not true. How do you learn if you don't ask questions? Right. You need to be able to say, I don't know and right. not feel belittled or ridiculed because of that. Mm-hmm. Nurses who just come out of school and go into medicine and surgery or into the community, mm-hmm. they have a very specific skill set. Mm-hmm. To be able to go into what I do now, which is the ICU, which is intensive care, right. you have to go back to school for that mm-hmm. because you can't take a nurse from straight from school and just put them into an intensive care and say, okay, take care of a ventilator. They've never seen one before. So you have to be able to ask questions. If it's, if you stop asking questions, Mm -hmm. you stop learning. And that is, I ask questions to this day. I learn something new every single day that I go into work. Mm -hmm. I ask my doctors all the time, drive them crazy, some of them, with (laughs) the questions that I have because they have a higher education than I do. I was like, my education's very good. But they went further with it. I chose to stay where I am because I like being at the bedside working with the people. Sure. And they have more science behind them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't have science. Right. It's just I look at it a di- at a different perspective by asking the new people that are coming in. Well, what did you learn? Mm-hmm. What did you see? Mm-hmm. How do you think we could do this better? Mm-hmm. And. It's like me being a senior nurse asking a junior nurse, they tend to be a little bit afraid sometimes Mm -hmm. because they think I can be intimidating because of the knowledge that I have and the confidence that I have. They're just learning that, but you have to give them the opportunity to learn that. And then they grow and you can see them bloom into this amazing person. And if we can foster that, then we actually grow just as much as they do. And you don't even realize how rewarding that is when you see the lights come on in their eyes and they understand Mm -hmm. this amazing, profound knowledge that they have. And then they start passing it on to their teammates that are in the same year as them. And they're passing it on to their family members Mm -hmm. and their patients and their friends because of all the things that they're learning. So it's not just myself and that person learning. It's all the people around them and it's building that knowledge and camaraderie that helps all of us grow. Bridging the gap is the only way to do that is to ask questions and to challenge the way things have been done. There's, 
could be a thousand ways to do something. Right. But if you can do it in a different way to make it a little bit easier, yes. then there's nothing wrong with making a positive change. Correct. It's to be able to embrace that change. And some people who have been in the business of nursing for years, sometimes it's very hard for us to change because we've done it a certain way for so long. Yes. And then you see these kids come in and they're doing things so fast. We're right. Like, oh, Right. I never thought of that. Right. And it's like, if uh, you'll probably understand this saying, nurse, uh, a nurse actually MacGyvers everything. Yes, MacGyver, yes. <laughs> so other, other professions probably MacGyver things, mm-hmm. but in the medical profession, we tend to MacGyver a lot because we have to think very fast yes. and on our feet. Yes. And we you can come up with amazing things in a crisis situation. Sure. Just because you're asking questions and you're bouncing ideas off of each other. So uh, let's go a little bit further down uh, the hole on this question then. Um, So what does collaboration look like in this leadership educational process, right? Because what I'm hearing you say is, you know, you're you're in constant dialogue with doctors who have um, more mm-hmm. science, maybe some more or more specific training in a, a particular area, because I know that there are multiple uh, disciplines that often have to be around a patient on a, you know, ICU, whatever the case may be. But how how do we create an environment in leadership um, with collaboration? What does that look like? Questions, asking other people's opinions. I do this all the time when I'm in charge of my unit. Mm -hmm. If I come up to a problem that I'm sort of stumped with, I will go and grab two other nurses and say, look at this. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a senior nurse, somebody who's actually more senior than I am. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I have a very junior staff with me. I pull that junior person in. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what they're thinking. And I believe that the junior nurses have just as much to contribute as a senior nurse. But it's all in your perspective. Mm -hmm. If you can come up with a plan with your goals for your day, And I usually have at least three or four plans Mm -hmm. when I'm working with my team. And then I let everybody know exactly what my plan is. Yes. So that nobody's blindsided when I come up to them. You're admitting, you guys are doubling, this is what's going on. And if those plans change, I let them know. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. an emergency happens and you have to change your plans very quickly. Yes. I ask them, can you see something that I'm not seeing? Right. What is your input here? Because if you don't have their input, how are you going to make positive changes? It's very difficult to have a voice Mm. when you're afraid to speak. Mm. Okay. When you are willing to speak, even if what you're saying is not what the majority wants to hear, which is... Sometimes, often, especially when we were going through COVID. Oh, yeah. The decisions that I had to make to make sure that the unit ran well and that the people were that were, were at least getting cared for, at least well, if not the way we would prefer, was not great. Mm-hmm. But my 
team knew I was doing the best that I could. Yes. We were all frustrated. Yes. But we all got through it because we worked together. Yeah. And to build a good leadership, whether you're a brand new person mm-hmm. or you're a senior person, it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. And it has to be open communication where it's the communication is going both ways. Mm-hmm. If it isn't going both ways, nobody's learning. Everybody's becoming stagnant. And you don't want that stagnation. You want the growth. You want the flourishment. In order to do that, you have to be able to ask questions, whether you feel insignificant by asking that question or not, because you might be surprised at what the answer really is. And there are times when I'm asked a question and I'm like, I honestly don't know the answer to that. Mm. Let's try and figure that out together and let's get on the computer or let's go ask the doctor this question. And then that person who's the junior or even myself, when I'm thinking, okay, I'm missing something completely. When I actually talk to someone about it, I actually feel better Mm -hmm. and I've learned something. And that means that I'm growing and then I can pass that knowledge on again when I'm bringing in students and teaching them how to be ICU nurses we can become better mm-hmm. well you know um andrea uh, and i like that last um point that you're making the collaborative piece the um putting things together so that the fair factor is not the way that we normally do things but this also sounds to me like you are a leader who is pushing uh the cultural um context uh to the limits right because um a, and it, and it doesn't matter whether it's in the healthcare or anything else. I think that sometimes we are socialized into believing that somebody that's got 40 years worth of information, they become, uh, you know, like um, Piggy in The Lord of the Flies. As long as he's got the mm-hmm. conch, he's got the voice. Um, but I'm also hearing you saying that in order to make this happen, you also have to have a cultural shift as to how you uh, perceive and see leadership so that you can say, okay, whether you are younger or whether you are older, whether you're a doctor or not, let me hear what you got and let's work with it from there. Exactly. Everybody has a voice. You just have to choose to use it. And by using your voice, you are helping others because we as individuals want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just don't know how to go about that. And there are lots of times I have no idea how to go about it. I just start asking a question and then Mm -hmm. that question leads to another and another. And that's how you gain that knowledge. The collaboration between physicians and nurses is paramount. Mm -hmm. Nurses are the eyes and ears Mm -hmm. of the doctors. The doctors are the interpreters of all the information that comes in. Nurses are interpreters of a lot of information, Mm -hmm. um, but not to the extent that the physicians are. And we work as a team and collaborate so we can come up with the best plan. Some nurses are so insightful that they can predict what's going to happen when they're having a conversation and they can just say, well, could we try this? And the physicians are, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. And by working as a team, we pull in um, 
pharmacists and uh, nutritionists, Mm -hmm. uh, physiotherapists, respiratory therapists. We all work as a collaborative team and we all throw things out when we're doing rounds every morning Mm -hmm. to make sure that you give the best care to the patient. Questions come up all the time to make sure that the best care is possible provided for them. Mm -hmm. You can take leadership from a nurse's perspective and apply it to any profession out there. If you ask a question, don't be afraid of the answer. You might not like it, but it will help you grow and start figuring out, okay, well, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this. Mm -hmm. They're thinking six steps ahead of me. How do I get to that sixth step? Right. Am I going in the right direction or do I need to change my perspective a little bit and go in a different direction, but I need to have the right pieces of information to get there? Yes. And I like that um, because uh, there is um, a measure of humility that goes along with this educational leadership process, right? Um, Yes. Because if you assume that you always have the answer, then really you don't need a team. Um, no. Because I think part of this process is not just um, dealing with the patient, but you're also building some blocks um, for the future that may create ultimately a space for some new paradigm shift in how medicine is applied, whether at a doctor level or even at a nursing level. I mean, it's all the same because the, uh, the, 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 the product is the patient. Exactly. Um. In the medical profession, it is impossible to know everything. And I always tell my students that never be afraid to ask a question. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything. Right. I know a lot. I've been around for 25 years. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot. Right. But I need to learn and grow too. So if I don't have an answer, we'll figure it out together. Mm-hmm. So don't panic. Right. We'll get through this together and I'll get you where you need to be if you put the work in. Mm-hmm. Being a leader is, it's hard because people rely on you. Yes. But being a teacher and a leader and passing your knowledge on helps bring those people up who are the potential leaders. Mm-hmm. And give them the confidence and the information that they need so that they can launch themselves into a position that's best for them. Because what's best for me isn't what's best for somebody else. And people have to remember that. It's like everybody's an individual. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. And some of the best leaders... They know the strengths and weaknesses of the people that they're working with. And that makes an amazing team because you can put their strengths at the forefront so that they shine. And when you have a stressful situation, when I'm working with certain people, I know exactly what their strengths are. I know Mm -hmm. what their weaknesses are and I put them where they need to be so that they can do what they do best. And that's what makes a really cohesive team. And it just works so much better than putting someone down because of their weakness. So I got another question. You want to build someone. Yeah, go ahead. Finish your sentence. I'm sorry to have interrupted. You want to to build someone up as much as you can so that they feel confident and that they can go on and then they can teach the next person. 
So, Andrea, as you are beginning to think about uh, the transition, whatever that looks like, because you're a Gen Xer like myself, and you're thinking about what the finish line looks like, when you begin to look backwards um, 25, 30 years into this thing and you begin to say, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about transitioning, what is it that you want to leave behind, right? So what is the legacy of you as a personal nurse, leader, uh, educator, mentor? Like, where do you want to land the plane? Like, what's going to be important for you um, from a leadership perspective? To pass on as much of my knowledge as possible. Okay. To give give back what I was given over the last 25 years. I want to give that back to all the people that are coming up. And I try. Um, I don't know how successful I am at it, um, but I do try all the time. I teach um, uh, the intensive care um, aspect from a clinical um, instructor point of view. Mm -hmm. And... It's so rewarding. Yeah. Um, but passing my knowledge on is the biggest piece because there are things that I know that they don't teach anymore that they might need mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have known if they hadn't seen it. Right. And part of it is pure experience Mm -hmm. because of all the places that I've worked, uh, both in Canada and the United States, Mm -hmm. which are very different. Um, even though we speak, um, we all speak the same language. It's very different, um, medicine Mm -hmm. similarities. Yes, but very different. Um, and being able to pass on some of those things to the next generation and watching them flourish and watching them grow. Um, that is the most rewarding thing. Seeing um, one of your students who, um, from a, a new grad perspective, going on to her master's and becoming an instructor at one of the universities, mm. that is mind-blowing that I was a part of that. Um, to see um, an, a fellow colleague that I taught um, her ICU nursing experience and now she is in a leadership role mm-hmm. and it's just like that is an amazing feeling saying that yeah I was a part of that I was able to guide her to be able to have the strength to do something like that that feels amazing mm-hmm. and those are the things that I want to be able to pass on as much knowledge as I can so that the next person can come in and they can take over my role and do better than I did. Yeah. And and I'm glad that you said that, Andrea, because I think that that's the struggle, Uh, especially when you see the finish line inching closer. You have two choices. Um, You can uh, leave as king of the hill with all of the information, or you can Mm -hmm. leave as king of the hill with other people that are now becoming kings and queens of the hill you know also and it's interesting because you know there's this one part of our conversation that sticks out to me when i think about leadership and leadership development um i I think it's important that by the time you're done there has to be at least two three five maybe even more if possible you know time permitting Mm -hmm. um leaders that you can say all right i'm done and here are five more people that i have mentored um, information shared with and they're ready to go exactly 
and it makes it makes it so much better when you can say okay i've done my job mm-hmm. i've done the best that i can to bring the next generation yeah. where they need to be i've passed on the knowledge i've helped them develop their skills as a leader yeah. and as a teacher uh, nurses are teachers all of them whether they just come out of school right. or they're retiring today Everyone is a teacher in this prof- in the medical profession yes. because you are constantly teaching, whether it's your fellow colleague yes. or if it's the family yes. or if it's your own family because the neighbor comes over <laughs> and asks you a question and you right. have to develop information for them. Yes. You can pass your knowledge on to everyone. Yes. And the more you pass on, the greater the knowledge of that other person and the, the greater their understanding of how they can help others will become the more knowledge they have the more they they will hopefully be willing to share to others so um i have one more question uh and i know that this is not going to be uh the last time we have these conversations i've got my fingers crossed crossed uh <laughs> that you'll be back again uh once you've re-energized um one takeaway, uh, the big picture from our conversation that you would like our listeners to to take away with them, what would that be for you? Never be afraid to ask a question. Don't stop asking questions. Keep pushing, keep learning, and go after your dreams because that's the only way you're going to learn and grow. Mm the questions oh my goodness uh andrea (laughs) this has been a fantastic conversation and i know or at least i'm hoping that you'll be back uh because i think that there's we've only scratched um the surface uh in this conversation today it's been a great conversation but there's so many more questions uh that i want to ask you um some other things that just come to mind that i know that we'll have to do a part two to um, but to our listeners, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to like, subs- um, subscribe, and uh, share. And remember, it's bstlinc21 at gmail.com if you want to reach out and just uh, give some feedback. Andrea, um, the hospital is really blessed uh, to have you. And it sounds to me like even though you work in a very intensive or, or um, uh, situation, Um, environment. That's the word I was fishing for. Uh, It sounds to me like your team really does appreciate um, having you and the patients um, that are a byproduct of what you're doing. I'm certain that they are getting the best care possible. So until next time, until next time, um, remember we're building something that lasts and really it starts with a conversation. It starts with collaboration and it starts with admitting we don't have all the answers, but I think through this conversation, we've at least gotten a few more answers of clarity as we continue to build something that lasts until next time. Take care. And again, Andrea, 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 thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.